0: Oh Oh gee. Oh gee. Oh gee.
1: Let's podcast. We are live. It is Thursday. It is past two o'clock on YouTube. That means it's time for another edition of Sleek Fleet. OG live. Check them out online at sleek-fleet.com. We did not use Sleek Fleet on the way to the butcher's market today where we're doing the show live from. Drop on by. We've already had a couple of listeners come through. Getting the steak and cheese. Shout out to
2: Jared Brooks, former co-worker. He's coming by. He's getting the steak he's and cheese. He's getting the steak. He's a steak and cheese virgin. So he's. this is going to be <laughs> This is a great test, although I don't think we're going to be able to see him actually eat it here.
1: No, no. I think he's going back to wherever he's going to work. Uh, t- he's, oh, actual work? Sadly, other people in this world have to work. Oh. I know. Well, what do we call this?
2: Um, It's a career. Very good point. Yeah.
1: So Sleek Fleet, check them out online, sleek-fleet.com. We did not take it here, but you can you take can. it to... I, mean,
2: I feel like I'm in the hub here. My sister today is working on uh, Justin Timberlake tickets, I can promise you. I will be using Sleek Fleet for that. My mm-hmm. parents are for uh, Valentine's Day mm-hmm. coming up, going to see Andrea Bocelli over at the arena. Nice. Uh, anytime you have an airport run, uh, maybe you're, you're trying to get a party bus. Maybe you want to go downtown, hang out, uh, don't want to fight with tickets, don't want to get a boot on your car, uh, don't want to get into any kind of other troubles. You know, go out, have fun, get home safe, get there in style, go to sleek Fleet. Dot com.
1: And we're going to be talking about the fact that we're at the Butcher's Market today. They just opened up their new location in Lake Boone Shopping Plaza. Brand spanking new. Everything is awesome. We- I mean, the, the layout of the stores are always great. Uh, the, we're right by the meat case. I'll probably be walking out of here with some fine cuts of meat when it's all said and done. You're happy because you got your recovery drink.
2: This, I really, really needed this on Monday. Yeah, you And <laughs> I didn't have it. um <laughs> They are not a sponsor, but they are here at the butcher's <laughs> market. And I gotta tell you, man, this is like the secret to life. Um I, pl- I wasn't even planning on drinking again this week, but now that I have one of these you're you're good to go now. And and we got a gift already.
1: Yeah. This is pretty amazing, actually.
2: Okay. See you know now I you know me, this I'm not the brown amazing. liquor person.
1: Yeah, so we had we had a listener show up. Uh, with a bottle of Heaven Hill. Heaven Hill used to be Hill. used to be pretty difficult to find in the ABC stores around here. I'm sure if Ken is watching and if he's in the comments, yeah, actually he, okay, he's here. Okay, he's, he is in the comment section. So I need Ken to explain the difficulty of Heaven Hill for a uh, second. So while we're waiting for Ken to be our yeah. bourbon expert, let's explain the, why yeah. this bottle of bourbon was brought to us and the why kid. this is not the best way to go about
2: things. <laughs> the gift is from an NC State fan. Uh, that's number one, as you can see. But the gift was earned by me because yeah. this bottle was given <laughs> to us in honor of Neil Moody, who is a huge fan of the show. Mm-hmm. I think sarcasm font, especially Julio's takes on heels basketball. <laughs> Listen, it's a great day to be a Tar Heel. My Tar Heels are going to win the national championship. Oh, I have a man. ticket. So it's not. I don't lo- know what anyone else is it's, worried about. It's
1: not lost on some of the UNC fans who watch the show that you announce that you have a ticket, and why then would I jinx my
2: own ticket? And then you then they lose to why Georgia would- Tech. No, 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 no. I bought the ticket before Florida State. Okay, okay. So I said they they were potentially immune. Um, uh, some of my UNC people were texting me actually yesterday. And I said, "Man, you guys are you guys are breathing fire." Yeah. He was like, "Well, you know, we were." And I was like, "Oh, come on now! You you've lost one game. It's, it's Atlanta. Game. It's fine. Atlanta's always, you know, it's fine. The kryptonite for the for the for the uh, light blue and and white." So, so I expect them to be breathing fire again on Saturday. I'm slightly mad at our friends at the CW. Why is that? Why is the State Georgia Tech game one hour before the? Duke, Carolina. Oh, yeah, game. I was
1: wondering that too. Although it's not the first time that that's happened. Remember, I think State and Wake played at the same time as a Duke, Carolina game.
2: I have no memory of that. And I but remember there are some years that I, I remember I've purposely blacked out.
1: Yeah, back in uh, back when I was, you know, earning the stripes. There were occasions where I was the one who was sent to the state game that night that nobody wanted to go sure. to because they needed stringer work. You know, Fox Sports, AP Radio, ESPN and I likely wanted to throttle you. No, 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 no. Different. This was this that was football. Okay. This is basketball. With I basketball, couldn't you. you couldn't hear me. Okay. I actually had to go into the concave. I had to go into yeah. the breezeway. Right. So there were several times where state was playing a basketball game at the same time or an hour before the Duke Carolina game, and I didn't get to go to the Duke Carolina game. I mean, I made money. Sometimes I'd walk out of there making three hundred and fifty bucks on stringer work, Whoa. so I'm not going to complain. Yeah, but it was hilarious that amongst the crew it was Ah, I see we got the short straw today. We don't get the <laughs> we don't get the cool rivalry game, but you know that's how bonds are formed. Um, all right, so Ken has chimed in on that Heaven Hill that is bottled and bond. 10 year he added that he's not sure why it's been hard to find but the bottle and bond just showed up and see recently used to go to south carolina to get it
2: uh so there you go that is your too long version our, about this bourbon our liquor. new state friend though even said e.h taylor i guess i'm the only person who calls it the colonel the colonel Cur- uh, that's what you do though you give out nicknames okay that's what you do i enjoy the colonel he he said it would be number two to the Colonel.
1: All right. So if you're watching live and before we get into some some actual Panthers takes. Panthers takes and Duke Carolina takes. doesn't
2: love a great press conference evaluation?
1: Brownlow's going to be here in a little bit. So I wanted to make this uh, clear to anybody who's in the area who's watching on YouTube right now and you were thinking about coming out. We've got three. Not one, not two, but three. What? $50 gift cards. Oh my gosh. To the butcher's market that if you show up and you say to Gillio, "Please burn your ticket. Then we'll give you the fifty dollar. We'll give you the fifty gift card to to Butcher's Market. Does that work?" <laughs> Don't make this a thing now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> also, also, we
1: again, we also have one of our hardcore listeners here, Evan. Come here, Evan. Uh, we're getting your sandwiches and stuff. So oh. take that. I need the card back. Okay. But I, I need that card back. <laughs> but yes, that's on that's on us. Here, no. Save your card. No, 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 no.
2: Save your card. Oh, we're putting. Oh, we he's, oh, he's media, getting the OG
1: media purchase? Yeah, there we oh, go. That's our guy. Whoa, <laughs> big time spending I mean, you won't on get the that OG far, account. <laughs> <laughs> big time spending on the OG account. Anyway. <laughs>
2: Big let's, thanks to JB. Let's get Great into, to see him. <laughs> I didn't realize his wife was a Bills fan. So Jared Brooks is a Browns fan. I did know that. And yeah. if you've seen him on social media, you yeah. know. So I didn't realize his wife was a Bills fan. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, man, I'm kind of glad that your, your, you know, your teams didn't play in the playoffs. So he was like, no, we we wanted to. So we somebody would have had to win. <laughs> I, was, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> that these two <laughs> cursed franchises would welcome the chance to play each other because, yes, it would mean that one of them would have to win. (laughs) All right. We're moving
0: on. All
1: right, let's move on to the Dave Canales, Dan Morgan press conference. Uh, Shout out to the people in the YouTube comment section already pointing out that the audio is better on this podcast live stream than the Panthers' audio this morning. Uh, They were having some technical issues. I just don't know if you saw the live feed of the Dave Canales press conference, but the Panthers' production team could have used OVS. Now, look, man, I have sympathies for the audio crew with the Carolina Panthers because you think you might have every setting right. That doesn't mean squat sometimes, okay? We're like, oh, I got it all set up. I tested it. It's all good. And then you realize that there was one stupid button you forgot to push. And next thing you know, it's computer audio and not coming yeah. through
2: microphones. She feels a little wonky, so I'm going to do this. What are you doing? Gonna, I want to see you. I oh, see your, okay. That's fine. We'll have a conversation. You, you, you want to see my beautiful face? We'll, we'll, we'll podcast
1: Sit. together. So audio uh, audio aside, in fact, I actually uh, I actually had this thought of, like, are they holding up a phone while they're doing this? Because it sounded like it was coming through a phone line. But regardless... It's tricky with press conferences. I think we can all agree when it comes to introductory press conferences,
2: they are tricky because everybody's feeling good, man. Uh, as you say, you know who who famously won their introductory press conference and everyone was ready for him to be here for seven years was Matt Rule. Yes. So you can be fooled at the opening press conference. Uh, and, you know, it goes the other way, too, right? Like we had the Nick Sirianni, although he wanted to play Rochambeau with people. And, you know, we were like, this guy's never going to win anything. Two years later, is in the Super Bowl maybe. now. Now he's going through it right now because they missed on coordinators after
1: key guys left yeah. the Philadelphia Eagles after the Super Bowl, and then of course there's the prime example of Dan Campbell ripped, ripped by the media for sure. his "I'm eating kneecaps and I'm getting back up" and everything else. But he's a meathead. Yeah, but I mean, it's he is, it's, but- it's obviously paid off because the team has taken on this identity, this all grit mentality, and it's worked out for him and. A little bit of coaching news outside the Carolina Panthers. They're keeping their guys. Ben Johnson is not taking that Washington job. It's actually going to Dan Quinn. So the last job available, the Washington Commanders, which a lot of people thought Ben Johnson was going to take, he's sticking with Detroit. They went Dan Quinn. So who ended up out at Seattle? Uh, was it McCarthy from Baltimore? Oh, oh, McDonald. Or McDonald, sorry. McDonald. Is it a Mike? then
2: you're confused yeah
1: you're it's, it's right okay. i always get i always get these there's key names <laughs>
2: there's mike's and sam's is there a sam or, or not yeah. your then specialty. i'm then i'm ultimately screwed yes so specific- i can't face this way unfortunately because look at this the video of how they prepare this meat it's See, just I thought, fantastic i thought with the computer clothes you wouldn't be Gosh. distracted
1: instead you're watching meat porn <laughs> so <laughs> it's effectively what it it's is effectively what it is you're watching Those short ribs i've never had the short ribs before well then get them when we leave can we focus on talking now? Yeah. Okay, let's focus. Okay. I tried looking at you. I, mean, I know. You, instead, <laughs> you're staring at the meat. Oh, you God. are You are literally meat Swirl. peeping. You are meat peeping, Joe.
0: Regardless.
2: <laughs> so, Wait till t- I get my hot dog. <laughs> so to that, end, whew, also, this is getting, <laughs> it's getting sexual real quick. Yeah. You said there's a spot
1: on this on the internet for everything. There is. For everyone. <laughs> there is. I don't know. Maybe it's in Dave Canales' book, too. <laughs> these types of things. Regardless. If we may move on okay, and talk about the press conference to your point, guys have won press conferences and ultimately been fired quickly. And there have been guys who have had awkward press conferences and it's worked out. I am. I'm not just doing this to be contrarian. I actually, what I actually see out of the Carolina Panthers and what they've done so far gives me optimism that the third time is the charm for David Tepper. I know the trendy thing is to rip David Tepper. I am not saying I'm never going to rip David Tepper again because old habits do die hard for guys like that. They kind of are who they are at this point. But my key takeaway from this press conference and the hires that have gone along with Dave Canales as the head coach screams to me something that you and I have talked about since Matt Rule got hired and even when Frank Reich got hired. When Matt Rule got hired, what was your biggest beef? Bring your guys with you. Instead, it was, man, I didn't even know Joe Brady. I yeah. just know Joe Brady was that name.
2: I've never met him. And we're supposed to work together. This Ugh. is your dream job and you're trusting it to someone you've never met before. So, yeah, when you, Dan Morgan has a background with Canalis, And a shout out to Mike Kay. I believe he was the first to have this. Yes. There was a picture from the sideline from week 18 when the Bucks and Panthers were playing. And he said, if Dan Morgan gets the job, as some people are speculating, then you can you can expect Canalis to be the the coach that he does hire. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, we're here. And and these are the kind of things like you're starting a podcast company. You're going to go get someone you never worked with before, who's never been here before, who knows right. nothing about this market. You'd be like, cool, awesome. <laughs> How are we going to make this work? I mean, you can only shine up so much shit, right? You know?
1: You're right, right. So well, the, the having the
2: guys thing. and and. and in Morgan's case, having a knowledge of the league. Mm-hmm. I, these are all good things. Ultimately, the success of Canales comes down to how does he handle David Tepper? Mm-hmm. Because I we can sit here and hit rewind. I, I did not have a problem with the Frank Reich hire, mm-hmm. but ultimately it didn't work because he clearly and quickly couldn't handle David Tepper. And very from the very jump, calling him Mr. Tepper, for God's sake, as a 62-year-old grown-ass man. Now, yeah. if Canalis is calling him Mr. Tepper, all right, there's a sign of respect there. You're a 62 year old man who's been in this league and won the Super Bowl and done all these other things. You have your own thing, man.
1: Well, it's funny you mentioned that, I which, actually, by
2: the way, played itself out
1: quickly. Well, one other note about Frank Reich to tie it back to the Matt rule: we're putting a staff together. I don't know you. Let me. I should be with my guys, right? The same thing happened with Frank Reich. They big, They bragged about their oh, the, the multi million dollars coaching staff, all the staff. years of experience, the dream team. And while Frank Reich is a football lifer, that doesn't necessarily mean he's Worked with some of those guys, and ultimately it led to that Joe Person or report. Trust
2: them or wants well, to hear their input. That's or- the
1: thing. So it gets to that Joe Person report that did the, po- the post-mortem on the Frank Reich firing, and it was described as Hunger Games. And you had these various factions. You'll remember going back to a Jonathan Jones CBS report in the middle of the season where they wanted to simplify things for Bryce Young. Now that, that got aggregated as though Bryce Young didn't understand NFL speeding concepts. No, no, no. It
2: was about hearing way too many different philosophies about how to go stuff. Well, we have a play caller, and I'm going to turn it over to him, and it was always the plan to turn it over. But now it's not three weeks later. After we actually won a game. So so there was all sorts of weird messaging that took place, which led to that
1: Hunger Games environment. So everything that I've heard coming from the Dan Morgan hire to Dave Canales as being the head coach to the offensive coordinator who was the passing game guy uh, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, all these types of things. The key phrase that came out of today's press conference was alignment. That was used multiple times in this press conference, multiple times, which is funny because they all seem to have a buzzword, right? Yeah. They all seem to because when Frank Reich was hired last year, it was about collaboration. That was the big word with all the big staff. Coming home. It's so yeah. Collaboration, coming home, all that kind of stuff, right? There's an element of that with Dan Morgan because he was reeling off all the Panther greats that were in attendance. He was talking about culture. It's not lost on me when they did the introductory. He's walking into the building and everybody's yelling, keep pounding. They're chanting, keep pounding. I do think there is a, a an understanding of, you know what? We were trying to make this something that it wasn't. Let's go back to what seemed to have worked for the Carolina Panthers, what connects with the fans. So I've seen all those things checked off the box. Now, that might not mean squat if you don't win, which, of course, gets us to some of the stuff that Dave Canales had to say t- say, say
2: today and what Dan Morgan had to say. Or at least put yourself on a path to win, which that's what last year felt like there was no hope of winning. No, no. Now, there are some some realities
1: with this roster, okay? And this is going to be, I know that Dave Canals referenced when he was asked about timeline, he says the timeline is now. I love that attitude, but no, there is no now. This is not a quick fix situation. But let's start from earlier in the day with Kristen Balboni. She's in house with the Carolina Panthers. Now, you might remember Kristen Balboni from her time on ESPN radio, Balbiz. She was the stats. She's great. She's from North Carolina. She does stuff with the Carolina Panthers. And they did the first sit down chat with Dave Canales ahead of the 10 a.m. presser today. And I clipped this just for you, Joe. Clipped this just for you. I
3: like to hear that. I like to hear that. Let's talk about the hiring process. Does it not for want you. to play? Why was Let's play. The- I like to hear that. I like to hear that. Let's talk about Uh-oh. the hiring process for you. I don't know why, why this is was
4: not playing. This the right fit. That's There's not a good. lot of things that went into this. it. I think as I as I met uh,
1: experiencing some panthers technical difficulties here. Maybe, all yeah, right, it could be the, could be our connection. No, I don't think it's the connection because we're actually we're actually here online. We're so cooking. We are cooking. That's we're cooking the with issue. gas. All right, we're well, we well, cooking with gas. You could surmise like the, the clip like
2: for me, that. even though you said Let's you clipped it for me. Let's talk about the
1: hiring I clipped it for you. So essentially, it was Dave Canales saying, "Mr. and Mrs. Tepper."
2: Yeah. Okay. You're I mean, okay with that? He's 40-whatever. I mean, I, I I don't love it. But okay. The truth of the matter is, again, David Tepper doesn't know anything about football. Yeah. Okay? That's not how he made his money. And while I appreciate the fact that he is the one putting the money into the investment, there are things that you have to understand that you don't know and that there are people who do. So having a Monday meeting every week and like trying to break down plays and trying to break down footwork and whatever else he was, he's been trying to do, you have to understand that you kind of have to remove yourself from a situation and realize kind of like both ways, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes you say, well, we don't know what Bryce young is. Sure. You know, I think we know what he isn't. Right. So David Tepper needs to realize what he isn't. He isn't like this brilliant football mind and you have to listen to the people who are Mm -hmm. and that you trust. And there, there has to be in canalis's role that head coaching role, Or there has to be another intermediary that says to David Tepper, let the coach do his job. Let the GM do his job. I don't want to see David Tepper at the draft this year in the room saying, (laughs) nobody, Chandler Zavala wasn't at the combine. He texted me, let's take him. You know, and it's like, what? Or, Or the receiver that they all rolled their eyes at for taking the receiver that they could have gotten not there. You know, like these are the kind of things like he has to remove himself from. Do I think he he did the right thing here and going with the, the current template, the, you know, the flavor of the month of, of what the NFL is going through right now, you know, mm-hmm. a, a play caller and what he did with Baker Mayfield. Hell, man, anything he did with Geno Smith, we should be like somebody made Geno Smith into a functional quarterback. Like you should get all kinds of credit for that. Yeah. But again, there has to be a little bit of a separation of church and state. All right. Let's see if I can try this again. Cause
1: uh, Dave Canales does have some sloganeering. because every coach has sloganeering. Sure. I mean, that's, that's all part of it. So let's see if,
4: if I, get, I get this thing to play. We have the understanding that it's all of us focused on each individual athlete, each individual player and how to maximize their ability. Because what I want them to be able to come in here and do is just let it rip. Mm. I want them to just be able to show who they are. Um, to stand for our principles, we're going to be crazy about the ball. It's our philosophy of our football. Is it's all about the ball. Um, and what that means is defense, go take it away. <laughs> Offense, let's take care of it. And if we do that, the statistics say we're going to win a lot of games. Um, I saw it happen firsthand in Seattle. So, um, And beyond that, you know, just uh, the aggressive nature, the fast play, um, we'll put them in difficult situations and practices so that we can become a really smart football team. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of those things happen in practice. Practice is everything. Practice is where we become us. Mm-hmm. It's where we make us. We challenge each other. We grow together. Um, and in the meantime, if it's not fun, then what are we doing? <laughs> so that's really the, the last part of it.
1: So that's uh, that's Dave Canales with
2: Kristen Balboni. It's
1: all about the ball, Joe.
2: We're going to be crazy about the ball. Crazy about the ball. You know, I'm sure there are times when we already have brown liquor because of one of my crazy takes. I kind of bristle at people who act like I don't know what I'm talking about. And let's look at the let's look at the AFC Championship game last week. Sure, I, I've told you four million times. Die with your fastball, Andy Reid. We agree is the best coach in the NFL. Well, mm-hmm. what did he do? Eleven targets. For Travis Kelsey, right? Mm-hmm. Eleven. Mm-hmm. I mean uh, Canalis with the big we're gonna win the turnover battle energy. No shit, man. Great call. <laughs> like this is the secret to football, right? You, when when you win the turnover battle, you with the Dave Doran does this all the all time, the time yes. Like he invented football. Oh, Chuck like, Amato back in the thanks, day. dude. It's the kicking game. No, Chuck was the hidden yardage. Oh, the hidden yardage. <laughs> but yeah, like I think that's awesome, though. He has his messaging. He this guy's has messaging. his energy. Good-looking dude. Young guy. I'm sure he'll dial it up and make these guys better. Uh, but again, ultimately, his success and market and keep it the same way we do with the stupid other takes mm-hmm. is going to be how he handles Tepper. And that's it. Yeah, it, it really does come down to how he's
1: going to handle Tepper. And he has to have his own self-awareness, too. David Tepper has to have his own yes. self-awareness. If he wants this to work... He needs to right. also get out of the way. It's not lost on me, and I say this knowing full damn well, that you can get too caught up in an introductory press conference, okay? yeah. But David Tepper was very, very quick on the stage today. Did not spend a lot of time. He's like, hey, I'm here, cool. It's not I'm about re- me today. Really, ex- really excited to bring these guys on, so let's do it. Let's just get them up here, right? Yeah. And to your point about handling it, I do think that the hiring of Dan Morgan, if you watch any of today's press conference and oh, you definitely. get to know more about Dan Morgan, Dan Morgan does not look like a guy that's going to sit here and try to, you know, butter you up. Right, As everybody who's ever been around Dan Morgan will tell you, he is a straight shooter. He is the embodiment of football. Dan Morgan talked about it today. I want dogs. No, no, no. We, we, we want dogs. Uh, okay. That's what we want. I want dogs. That's what we're looking for. We're looking for yeah. dogs. And Canales, the way he talks, is also the embodiment of football. The hiring of uh, Brent Tillis from Kansas City, also as the executive president or whatever fancy title they're giving him, looks like they're actually trying to pattern themselves. Giving us an intermediary. Yes, pattern themselves over things that we've seen in San Francisco, things that we've seen in Denver, things that we've seen, I think, in Seattle as well. So it looks like when they say alignment, it's an easy buzzword to say, but it looks like the pieces that they're putting together do follow that—that basically that philosophy of we're all in alignment, we've all known each other, we all know what we want, and it's not going to be that weird Hunger Games stuff. But I agree with you. How do you handle Tepper? But you got to remember... Tepper's got to be able to handle himself. Otherwise, nothing changes. It remains the same. Like, Woody Johnson was in the news this week because of a Diana Rossini deep dive on the New York Jets and everything that went wrong. Remember when I joked about David Tepper showing Frank Reich Bryce Young footwork on social media? Like, I bet you... I know he has a burner account. The only question is, is David Tepper going the length of taking his phone in a meeting and showing it to the coach saying, well, why is Bryce doing this? Because this... You know, Panther fan Roar 85 says that his footwork sucks. I made a joke. Woody Johnson was actually doing that with the Jets. He was going on social media, looking at Jets fans, some guy from ISLIP complaining about the Jets, and going to the coaching staff and saying, hey, Hey. why is this happening? That actually happened. So hopefully David Tepper doesn't do any of that crap. Another thing about Canales and how this is going to work, of course they're going to tell you that Bryce Young is a big reason why he took the job. Like, no coach, I mean, that was always part of the job, too. right? But, like, no coach is going like, yeah, I don't know about Bryce Young. Not after everything they gave up for him. Not everything that we know going forward with their uh, draft picks. So, Kristen Balboni was asking him about this. Here's what he had to
4: say initially about Bryce Young. Bryce is a huge piece of it. Um, My respect for him really we're just a year removed from doing the evaluation process coming out of Alabama. Now he's got a full season, 16 out of 17 games under his belt of NFL experience. That's irreplaceable. Mm-hmm. Um, the coverages he had to see decisions he had to make the speed of play. You know, it's like, it's like I got this bonus year to come in here and kind of build off of that. So
1: that's Dave Canales. Oh, you're, we need a chair. If Brownlow's going to be here, we're going a- you and I'll your back. Oh. You're gonna take a knee. You're literally taking a knee. Hold on a second. <laughs> this is the. Uh, this is the. This is the beauty. Oh, I, I need a mic though. Oh yeah, a mic would be good. A mic would be good. And I'm gonna to have to set up Brownlow too, at some. Man, we are so low rent. Am man. I near? Am I? Am, am I even close with her? There, no, we no, go. No, there, there we you go. There you go. There it is. There it is. But we're gonna to have to set up Brownlow here in a second. So that was Canalis on Bryce Young
4: and why he came here. He expanded a little bit more on that. What What do you think he can become? this team? Sky's the limit. Sky's the limit for him. Um, I think the, the important part to understand is is for Bryce to just see, just, just do your 111 mm-hmm. on the offensive side. That's it. Mm-hmm. He's been a winner in high school. He won at Alabama. And when we build the team the right way, he'll be a winner here because he knows how to do that. Mm-hmm. And he's got the right makeup to handle those high pressure situations. I've, we watched him for years, yeah. you know, do it. So I'm really excited about the next step for him.
3: Speaking of quarterbacks, you are famous for getting the best out of quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. What's the secret, aside from what you just told us? How do you do it?
4: Starts with relationship and trust. Starts with hearing their story and them hearing mine. Mm -hmm. I think when we can level there and they understand that I'm there for them, Mm -hmm. um, I was able to do that as a position coach. And then last year, first time as a coordinator, to become whatever pass game fit Baker Mayfield, Mm -hmm. to become what fit Geno Smith, It really started with Russell becoming what fits Russell Wilson and then representing that for the staff. We had a couple of coordinators come in there and I would step in and say, okay, these are the things that Russell's great at Mm -hmm. and then kind of build it around those things. So I'm excited to do that with Bryce.
1: So that's Dave Canales talking about Bryce Young. He brought up guys he's worked with in the past. He brings up Geno Smith. He brings up Russell Wilson. Obviously, they cooked up Baker Mayfield this season with the, uh, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then uh, he was he followed up with that. This is what I thought was interesting in kind of gassing up Bryce Young. And it actually tracks with something that we talked about last week when Dave Canales was hired with Brooke Pryor of ESPN and with West Durham, who's the Atlanta Falcons play-by-play. Positive, positive right? Everything is about being positive. That's the most important part. And the way that Canales talked about Bryce Young today was interesting. This is from Josh Graham uh, had clipped this and he had, this is from WCNC, which was carrying the press conference with better audio, not the Carolina Panthers audio. And here's what he had to say about it.
4: Yeah. So first and foremost in Seattle, like we never were anywhere close to touching the first overall pick. And the more that I got ready for this interview and start watching Bryce looking at my notes from his eval. I mean, that's just a year ago. You know, we're we're evaluating him as a player, as a person with all the information that we could. I just got more and more fired up about the opportunity to have this amazing talent. And he's the guy. He's the right guy that you all that we all talk about when we have that quarterback, that that franchise face of the franchise type of player. Um, And that got me really excited. And then just on top of that, you know, the I played against the Panthers twice and, and the job that EJ Everett did with the defense was really hard, really hard to deal with. Great sound football, playing hard, some great players in some spots and just the whole thing coming together. And then as I got to, you know, Dan and I have some history. So then I thought, shoot. If you look at some of the successful organizations, there's a dynamic relationship between the head coach and the GM. Um, And then, of course, as I've gotten to meet the Teppers too, to feel their their competitive nature, their passion for what they want here, what they want to see when they come out to the practice field and just kind of knowing I can be that without faking anything, without having to make something up. I just I just felt more and more like this was going to be a great home. And and I was really hoping, you know, as as they were sorting through the names that I would I would come. So, again, that was
1: uh, Dave Canales, who was introduced today by the Carolina Panthers as their next head coach. Let's give you a little bit of housekeeping before we bring Brownlow into the conversation. If you're just joining us live now on YouTube, we are at the Butcher's Market, Lake Boone Shopping Plaza, brand spanking new. This place is awesome with all sorts of great cuts of meat. They've got the prepared food on the way. I don't think most of their prepared food is here yet. It's not up and running, but the sandwiches are running. The fries are running. The exotic meats the are here.
2: So a it's lot all of good. locations don't have the fries. They have my morning recovery, yeah, which is essential when you drink. Uh, you need that. And the breaking news chips. I am such a sucker for things that are labeled things that appeal to me. Something newsy? Yeah. I mean, how, how does one pass up breaking news? That's <laughs> a so, good point. No, pick, a, a, pick an item. They have it. all good. They have hot dogs here too mm-hmm. th- that you can eat. Yes. Not the ones that you have to go home and cook. So I'm excited for my hot dog.
1: So one other note. Go to breaking tea.com slash OG to buy hoodies like this t-shirts. Cause it might not be hoodie season for much longer, but you want to get some OG merch, head on over to breaking tea.com slash OG to get your stuff today from breaking tea. We got the the flag. We got the ice caps inspired. We got the skyhawks inspired. We're still working on a new shirt. Hopefully it'll drop in the middle of this month. Getting you hyped for the ACC tournament? You might have figured out what that might be. So just be on the lookout for that also want to thank Longleaf Swine for jumping on board Ovia's Angelio. Speaking of the NCAA tournament, we're actually going to be doing a show from Longleaf the Thursday of the first round of the NCAA tournament. starting at 1 o'clock. Special programming note. 1 o'clock.
2: Special. Yes. Looking forward to our partnership with uh, Adam and the crew mm-hmm. at Longleaf Swine. Open for lunch Wednesday through Sunday. Open for dinner. Edenton in person. I had one person who was like, ah, yeah, easy parking. Now, listen, downtown parking is... It can be dicey. It's a little bit of a challenge, they do. (laughs) It's an actual parking lot. Brownlow's coming in here. Oh, sorry. It's technically not their parking lot.
3: well, I mean you're allowed to park there, right?
1: It's technically um it's it's technically the post office.
2: But on (laughs) the but on the weekend when the post office is not open, what do you do? You can make this thing work. We went to
3: lunch there once and it was open? I know. Okay.
2: You could definitely make this work. Um great food. Smash burgers. It's gotta go with the smash burger. The Sweet Potatoes, also one of my favorites. Big fan of that. Long, Leaf, Swine, Downtown, yeah, those guys are great.
1: Also, big thanks to Mosquito Authority and Pest Authority. Check them out online, BugsBite.com. It's not too early to start thinking about what your spring and summer plans are going to be when it starts warming up. You don't want to
2: be nagged by mosquitoes. So, here's what you do. Go to BugsBite.com. Bundle and save, Joe. Bundle and save. Yeah, Hayes Lancaster is the OG OG. He does not believe in contracts, but he does believe in saving you money. does believe in protecting your home. Do what our guy Troy, gold star listener Troy did. Give him a shout. Figure him out. BugsBite.com. All right. Brownlow's hanging out with us here at Butcher's Market. Um, that Brownlow lady.
1: Have you purchased Have you purchased Dave Canales' book yet?
3: No. What? No.
1: You know about the book, right? Yes,
3: I know about the book.
1: Here's what I'm, here's, this is all I'm going to say about the book. This is all I'm going to say about the book. Okay. The people who were treating it as though it, were, it was some sort of hidden secret.
3: I mean, obviously he wouldn't. Why would you write a book right. about it put it
1: on Amazon?
3: Russell, like, wow! <laughs> did the Panthers know this when they hired him? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of
1: presented as though they uncovered some, you know, oh, like did you like? No, it's it literally has a blurb from Russell Wilson on Amazon. And it, it, it has like, a he, forward from a coach. He wrote
3: the book. It's not book. like a like a random journalist was like, "Let me write about his marriage." No. Like, no, he wrote it himself.
1: So hopefully, this is he not. Is hopefully, people go, oh, "Okay, cool," and either they want to check it out or not. But it is what it is. I mean, what did you think of the press conference?
3: I was, I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. I was happy with it for the most part. Kay. I mean, except for the temper parts. <laughs> um i enjoyed watching it via the panthers twitter live stream because the audio is oh, so audio bad was, was i think my favorite was it sounds like a radio from world war one <laughs> or a ham radio <laughs> am i listening to am the radio of the in Worlds. the 80s was another good one <laughs> that i liked like it did sound terrible it sounded like they were literally underwater and someone was like sitting on the speaker it was bad for a little bit but they they well, no, they didn't really fix it, but they no, they, they at least it. made it louder so you could hear it because for a while they turned Dan Morgan so low you couldn't even hear. Him. But yeah, I mean, other than that amateur hour and the fact that clearly a sizable population of Panthers fans no longer like did not grow up watching Dan Morgan. So that was a sobering moment for me. What do you, well, person?
1: I did think it was interesting that people were reacting to Dan Morgan's eyes. Right. It's like, That's have, you, what I'm saying. have you never interacted if, with a linebacker before?
3: Well, there's that. But there's also like, if you knew anything about Dan, you'd know that. So Yes. Like.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, it's interesting. It's interesting you bring up that and kind of bolstering the point about Dan Morgan, about being the embodiment of football which i've heard several times mike k of the charlotte observer has brought that up. Uh, sheena quick had uh, put, posted this on social media because joe person of the athletic asked about last year. Mm. and you know the, the lack of communication the hunger game stuff and everything else and i thought dan morgan's response was interesting to do with last season there were lots of reports of actions among the staff and even going all the way up
2: to ownership. i think it has to do with everything with just moving forward. And, you know, we're not looking back. We're looking ahead. Um, We all want to be aligned. The business side, the football side, the locker room, the weight room, everybody on the same page, same mission, same vision. That's that's what I'm talking about when I talk about alignment. So that's Dan
1: Morgan talking about alignment. I'm moving forward. I don't want to talk about last year. I actually think this is a good thing for Dan Morgan because people, when he got hired, were like, well, he's just a Scott Fitterer guy. As though – you can't be your own person.
3: That's the thing too, right? Like it's like, it's, he's this guy, he's going to be loyal to this guy. And I'm like, you know, Dan doesn't really strike me or he's going to do X, Y, Z or I'm like, Dan doesn't strike me as the type of person that like takes kindly to people uh, demanding that he do much of anything. So no. I, I just don't know. That's not to say he obviously is going to be influenced by Tepper Like that became clear through the course of the press conference, which I didn't love. Like they said, every day they were talking, I'm like, is that really necessary? That's what I was thinking. I'm like, do all owners talk to their like staff every day? I really kind of don't think so. So Mm -hmm. I don't really know why this is necessary, but whatever it is, what it is at this point. And you just kind of have to hope that largely he just like lets them make, let's let the grownups in the room, make the decisions
2: (laughs) (laughs) Is, is the best case for the Panthers that they're, they end next year, a year away from being a year away.
3: Well, yeah. as someone said in the uh, Panthers' Twitter comments, that 500 season in 2025 is going to hit different, <laughs> and and that yeah. that spoke 25. To me. twenty
2: five. Yeah,
3: that's about right, right? Yeah, like yeah. you know, have show some signs of progress. Probably finish below 500 this year, and that's the ideal. Like that's the likeliest route, mm-hmm. right? Like I don't think anybody thinks that they're seeing the good side of 500 for minute here
1: i think a division is still not. i know good. but it was I mean, this year
3: too and they still like got blo- like not only they lose a lot of the games in the division like they, some yeah. of them they got blown out which see, like yeah. what
1: see to me it's not about the record i think this upcoming season is about whether or not canal no, it has
3: you, to be about the record a, no, lot. I <laughs> a
0: little bit because so. no, really
3: because in the nfl well so yeah. th- that's the thing in the nfl if you play well enough to win oftentimes you will win that's the All right, thing let me like, let me
2: let me give it to you this win me, the
1: turnover battle let me let me give it to you this way: They win that six. Coaches each. love that. They win six times this year. However,
3: well, six bri- is still more. Like, six well, is triple. Well, isn't it? Yeah, like <laughs> I'm not. I'm not unhappy with okay, that.
1: Okay, okay, both of you. Both I'm just of you. Saying, like, you like, like You like can't it. say
3: the wins don't he matter because like if they win two games again, That's not going to be okay side. with no, it's, not, <laughs> it's
1: not. It's not that I'm against both of you being against me in this regard. Two wins. Yeah, I get it. Like maybe I'll rephrase it four wins. They win four times this upcoming season because they really do have a talent problem, they're, and they have an offensive line problem. Okay,
3: but it's but, not college football. But, yeah, They're not but. playing Alabama every week. Like, they're yeah. playing... <laughs> but... That's the thing.
1: Bryce Young actually looks competent in the offense that they're trying to run. They, you could actually see where it's going. If he looks that confident, was, they're not winning only four games, though. That's to win the more, thing. Right? Maybe. Yes. You don't know that. They could be close games,
5: you know?
3: <laughs> could be close games. I don't know.
5: I'm, right i'm not you guys feeling it
3: no
2: i'm just saying if, if he if looks they that
3: much better they will win more than four yeah. games okay they that's can, what i think they
2: can have a little bit of a rebuilding year right. and yeah. win six or seven games okay. yes
3: and i would be and like, that would be I fine yeah exactly i like, feel the exact same way okay. and that's what i would anticipate frankly is something yeah. like that
2: hey you um, don't want to go through another two wins season. well no i don't expect
3: no him
1: to, i don't expect him to win only two times this upcoming year i mean
3: so it matters to me a little bit. It's kind of past- what I'm saying. Like, I don't want them to just win two games and he looks better. Like, no. I also think that'd be impossible.
1: Yeah, I think this <laughs> I think this past season ultimate to me, last season wasn't about Bryce Young and whether they got the pick wrong. Last year, and the reason why Frank got fired, Frank Wright got fired when he got fired was it was so bad in the building that it resulted with what you saw on the field. And Chris Tabor was not the answer in the way that Steve Wilkes could galvanize a squad right. like he Definitely did the year before. Not. That was not Chris Tabor. Yeah. I also think it's speaking. That was done on purpose. <laughs> yes, that was not yes. a yes. bug, sir.
0: 100%. That was
1: a feature. <laughs> that was clearly a feature. Else, just like it's a feature that Chris Tabor, the good soldier, was not retained by this coaching staff. Yeah, because again, that gets back to the whole right band, exactly. Morgan, I was going to say alignment thing.
3: Yes, and and I'm sure the players on some level, maybe they like Chris individual individually. Maybe. And I don't think he did the worst job with special teams. I mean, they've had w- much worse special teams. I thought they were better this year a little bit, at least. But like the players have to know that that's who his loyalty lies to, too. So, like,
2: you know. I think, ultimately, David Tepper was to blame for this year.
3: Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, ultimately. ultimately, Yeah.
2: That's who I think. And that's where. Well, and
3: I would say Frank Reich, too, to be honest, because I think, okay, you don't want that quarterback? Fine. You still try your best to make it work. And he clearly showed little to no interest in doing that. Now, is that on Tepper for hiring him in the first place? That's fair.
2: It just seemed like there was so much friction between the two. That it was almost impossible to figure but out. But it's also then, like,
3: I mean, okay, your quarterback goes down in the year. You have to play the rest of the year with the backup. Then what are you going to do? You th- throw a football tantrum the way Frank Reich did again? Like, no, you you have to be a professional. I mean, I'm sorry. I like, think that's, what, I think that's and what's going to happen. And he actively coached as if, like, his son was trying to get the backup job against Bryce Young. I mean, you know he, what I'm saying?
2: He pulled a Randolph Childress. <laughs> <laughs> he was the sleeper agent.
3: I'm <laughs> just saying, like, it's not. It, it, he literally, I mean, I have not seen that very often in like watching football that
2: I blame Wake Forest basketball (laughs) basketball on you but yeah well it's
3: where it like literally seems like the offensive coordinator is except for Iowa football is like trying to sabotage something like it sometimes <laughs> seemed like that it's like literally you're just doing that you're not going to have it roll out you're just going to have him drop back for like eight steps and what, try to find someone down like how does that make sense like it never did and they never try anything different so i he yes you're right like temper hired him so at the end of the day that's on him and maybe you need to have everybody moving in the same direction before you pick who you're yeah. drafting i mean that well, seems important I, but, won't,
2: I wouldn't even go as that far As it just seemed like they got well, themselves you can't to have a th- coach
3: that actively hates your pick either
2: It seemed like they got (laughs) themselves into a hopeless spell of, wait a second, we made a move. Wait a second, we paid too much. And now instead of just trying to make the best of that move, it became like, hey, I Mm. can't make this work to your boss. And then basically openly saying to the world, hey, you're the one who screwed up, not me. Like, I would have done something else. And then obviously seeing the success that CJ Stroud had at at Houston, save for one week in Charlotte. Uh, so maybe he couldn't win in Charlotte anyway. Maybe we don't know in, right. the, in this alternate world. I, I um, mean,
3: I, have th- I have ha- don't think I haven't <laughs> had that thought cross my mind. But,
2: uh, you know, I think they, gives them, they give themselves a chance. At, and again, as at, at the risk of being a broken mm-hmm. record. It's about Tepper. Yeah. And it's about agree. the same conversation we had with Tom Dundon mm-hmm. in a different sleek fleet OG live lifetime ago. <laughs> Dundon says when there's hockey questions, he asks the hockey people. And he has an opinion, but ultimately he goes with what the hockey people tell him. David Tepper needs to get to, to a point in his life where he asks football questions
3: and trust them to and like
2: trust the yeah. football people to That's answer. That's the those big
3: questions. thing okay.
1: from David on YouTube comments. Who's going to be this year's Jim Caldwell equivalent special advisor type?
3: Caldwell's still on. Caldwell, as far as I know. It, it looks they like it's going to be the a Caldwell.
1: Yeah. Caldwell gets a bad rap. I like Caldwell. I, I want, he's fine. I want Caldwell around. The guy knows what he's talking yes, about.
3: Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah. Like <laughs> <I> was, now, <laughs> does he know what he's talking about? Like modern offensively, I don't know. Yeah, but he's also not. just an advisor. He's not their offensive coordinator doesn't really
2: matter (laughs) but i also think anytime you have a young coach
3: yes it's always good or
2: a matt rule who hasn't done it it always helps to have guys around yes who've done it well speaking you know speaking
1: of matt rule from justin hey canales didn't talk too fast while stumbling over his words that's a matt rule reference and he wasn't vanilla so i think it's a step in the right direction Mm -hmm. maybe that's
2: the case this is straight from central casting you really, is. you know what I'm saying? Like, is he a LaFleur brother? For is what he? movie? Well,
3: not a football, not is, a football coach. It's, well, <laughs> I mean, just saying.
2: Is it, well, in the modern NFL, though, is no, he a LaFleur? True. Is he yeah. a McDaniel? Is he a Shannon? Yeah. You know, we kind of looks like one of the LaFleurs, yeah. right? That's like, true. Yeah, you're yeah that's like, fair. Oh, OK, cool. This this
3: LaFleur has been NFL bumped down now down. to number two. <laughs>
1: from west on the youtube comments was going to tell tepper though in relation to stepping right. back right. If, if, you're waiting, if you're waiting know. if you're waiting for him to realize it <sighs> eh. yeah no i i understand that's why i said it's, what i said look, you can say all the right things the, yeah. as, as somebody pointed out in the youtube comments Tepper was asked about this. Uh, if he was, you know, during an interview and he said, it's not about me. I'm in the background. I think he's learning. Okay. I don't know if that's actually the case.
3: Again, like, yeah. And I do, like, even hiring the consulting firm that he did shows me at least a little bit that he's like, okay, I don't have to have all the glory for whatever goes right. I can hire somebody to help me because I don't always know. I mean, I am not want to say everything, but, like, you don't even know half of what you think you do, probably, David yeah. Tepper. So, like, just... Calm down. And look, it's like anything else. We all have like had work situations sometimes where the person in charge, like you learn how to finesse them. Like, you careful know what I mean? Like, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you don't think Dan Morgan knows how to like make <laughs> Sorry, David Tepper feel up. like, hey, you know what? That's a great idea, <laughs> no, no.
2: Dave. Not with us, just saying. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like he could just be like,
3: Yeah, Dave, that's a great thought. Like you I've never what? heard anyone say that. But you know what? Like, um, I'm kind of, the, you know, you just you make him feel like it's his or make him feel like it's his idea. It's even better. Like,
0: we, hey, uh, you know,
1: uh, I don't know,
3: but I don't know we, about this guy. You know, oh, no Lauren,
1: good. Lauren, yeah, you're just saying. I feel like that, you know what? That's going to be a behind the paywall podcast. What, finessing
3: people at work?
1: Yeah, when we put the paywall up in the summer, that might be a I behind just, the paywall podcast. I just have
2: to, I just I'm gonna throw this in there. We had, it, we had an editor at the paper that Luke and I, we relatively enjoyed. Uh, and, oh, I, you're any, the
3: finesse king. Anytime. Listen to me. I would get tips from you on how to finesse because I don't.
2: Anytime, anytime <laughs> we needed something, it was, hey, wait, tell us a Dom Caper story.
3: <laughs> Come on. Totally. Like, just,
2: you know, let us, you got to know what they like. Oh, I would, I would, with would I'd be like, hey, remember that time you, you, you got that distressed asset and you made $44 billion off Tell us a story. Dave. Tell us again.
3: Yeah. Tell us exactly. that story about that again. one. <laughs> yes. You just have to learn how to like butter them up, make them, you know, slip it, make it think it was their idea, sneak it past them. So they don't even realize, like whatever you figure out ways to get your work done in spite of like, <laughs> I, you know, a meddling like I, manager. Like I said,
1: like I said, this will be a behind the paywall, you know, s- stories of work finesse with Ovius and Jillio. We might not just have to do that. We Maybe we open it up to a voicemail. We're like, Hey, Leave a voicemail. Tell us the time you finessed your boss what? into an idea. I mean, God,
3: it's even like your parents, a little bit, right? Like, you oh. always knew which one to go to, okay. what to say.
1: Now you're hitting the right now, notes. Now <laughs> you're hitting the right notes. Yes. Now exactly. you're hitting the right notes. Like, you know, I've put it out there like, ah, you know, we got to find a way to get out to uh, Washington, D.C. for the ACC tournament, XYZ. I'm just talking out loud. And of course, my dad's going, well, do you need somebody to fund you, <laughs> Joey, to the ACC just tournament? Just don't
2: expect me to wear
1: the jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I've had to have that conversation with my brother. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> You're asking directly. That's not how you do. it. No, absolutely not.
3: That's no, not how you do it.
1: You just kind of lament a little bit, like, oh man, this sucks. <laughs> and then like, oh well. And then you know, my my dad will come. You're through.
3: You're like, wow, that's so nice. I, w- <laughs> I, I was like, no, I no, no, Dad, that. I'm, not, I'm not. I couldn't asking accept for that. that. No, I, no, I can't. That's do too much. That. No, oh, I thank insist you so much. Okay, I if you oh,
2: okay? Fine. I yeah,
3: it's easy. Come if on, people. Everybody knows how to do this, right?
1: All right. If you if you want to do that, we'll do it that way. <laughs> when we say we cannot do this without breeze through, cannot we we <laughs> we mean it? Okay, this is an actual factual statement. We cannot do what we do without breeze through on multiple levels. One, they sponsor this podcast. Yes. Number two, the Ethernet cable lives. The big hundred yard Ethernet cable that I don't even want to know how much it costs because Ethernet cable is not cheap when it starts getting that long. That's what she said. It's how we got here. It's how we're here. It's how we're hooked up here at Butcher's Market. So big thanks
2: to Breeze Through. through. I also did something yesterday that I thought was quite enjoyable, and that is I got gas at Breeze Through. Nice. Wow. You can get gas at Breeze Through? (laughs) I said to my wife, you know. I spent all this time promoting the, the dark roast coffee and, and yeah. beer and the snacks. I was like, wait a second. This is like, you know
3: also again yeah being it's, like it's, you know you should
2: really get primary the new york, purpose you yes. should really get the new york times for the wordle like what <laughs> <laughs> like it's okay just get the news man get the gas at the breeze through and in
1: lieu of uh, a read for butcher's market because i actually have it right you know written down that hey it's time to do a butcher's market ad well we're here at butcher's market it's one big ad for butcher's market so because we have some listeners some hardcore listeners in the YouTube chat like okay. Ken saying top two at two you'll make some of us happy LK chimes in any mention of a ranking or a list is how I am summoned. I'm a P1. <laughs> Hashtag top four at four. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to the top four at four people. I did still, love that. Who remember top four it. at four. So let's do a top two at two. Since okay. It's 249.
3: That's fine.
1: Your top two butcher's market items.
3: Well, I haven't had anything here, so ever.
1: Okay. Well, then you're going to have to come back to us yes. after today. Joe, what's your top two at two butcher's market items?
2: Okay. Uh, I think I'm going to hit both of these in the same day. Okay now uh, not the morning recovery even though it really is a lifesaver <laughs> the signature steak tips are my number one yes and they're they're unbelievable I, like i can't explain to you that how good they really are because i had them for the a- afc nfc championship games right. people at, came the neighbors came over they had steak sandwiches they were like this is unbelievable and i'm like no, I really didn't do anything. And as you told me, I should have just said, yeah, uh, you know, ancient family secret. But yeah, the totally. truth of the matter is, it's the butcher's market secret. Uh, the jalapeno chicken is the other one. Told You, you. hear jalapeno and you think, mm. "My, agita, I, know I, do. I can't handle all of these things. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, super delicious. But jalapeno chicken is honorable mention, also receiving votes. And I know Kenneth may or may not get mad at me. Hot dogs. They make oh, yeah. their own hot dogs. They're so good. So number two, hot dogs. Number one has to be signature steak. Uh,
1: I'm with you. My my number two is. Uh, it's going to sound really dumb, but it's another one of those ancient family Ovia's recipes that's been handed down from generation to generation. Don't sleep on the seasoned vegetables. Yes. Yes. okay
3: Okay. Yeah. Whether
1: it's the Brussels sprouts, Ooh. which are money, or They're vegetable Vegetable medley. The vegetable medley. Okay. So if you're doing kebabs, you're doing steak tips, you're doing any number of like the protein, you want the veggies to go with it, get the seasoned veggies. They put them in a bag, they're just marinating in that, whatever proprietary blend they're using. Don't tell anybody that you got it from here. They're like, wow, these, you'll get people who don't like vegetables to eat them because they're so seasoned. They're seasoned so well. And of course, number one, AKA the youths, you know how I feel about the chicken.
2: Yeah. The chicken is number one. You like the other
1: chicken. That chicken, well, actually, both the chickens are good, but the charred jalapeno chicken, to me, is their okay. best chicken because it's versatile. Yeah. You could just have it on its own or, like I like to do, put it with your fajitas. Fajita. That's your fajitas. Yeah. What's the other Coming chicken you like? They have an ancho lime.
2: That's okay. pretty good. Okay. The ancho lime is pretty money as well. Yeah, like You hear jalapeno and you think, nah, just, yeah, it's just, scary. Just, That's no. scary for but me. But no, it's it's very smooth.
3: Okay. Yeah. So you're not sweating or anything. No. Or your mouth's not burning. No. Okay.
1: All
2: right. I think it's time to move on to. Wow. We've we've gone 52 minutes without talking about. Can I tell you? I was today days old when I figured out that's the actual time of day. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Love you. I'm so excited about that. This is that's, that's how like, I that's knew like, what time it was. That sounds like me. I'm the same. I'm same as you. I'd be like, what? <sighs> yeah. It's fine.
2: You knew that was a clock and not a clock like running. Just uh, for the length of the recording.
3: He knew.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. You're actually in front of the equipment. So you can actually see uh, what, what do we got here? Oh, do I have it? No, I don't have it up right now. My juices flow all the time. Yeah, you can actually hit the buttons if you want to. <laughs> uh, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Vibes. Yeah, the vibes. My vibes Protect are the off. Right.
0: Protect the fortress. Hey, here
1: you go. You can hit the buttons. <laughs> you want the Jeff Pizdelic too? It's sitting right
2: there. Our radio people told us that they, you take away those, those it, runs.
4: You're, so, you're like giddy right, right now. I love it. <laughs> so
0: <laughs>
1: Now, Lauren, if you take away that loss to Georgia Tech oh North boy. Carolina, no, I'm kidding. If you take away Duke's loss to Georgia Tech, well, right. hey here we well,
3: go, the right? Georgia, ha- Georgia Tech has one ACC win, say, also wait, against we, a ranked team. Can we just take, I don't understand.
2: Can we take away all of Georgia Tech's losses? Can we take away <laughs>
3: all of Georgia Tech's games against unranked teams? Yeah! I think they'd love that. That's football
2: and basketball now.
3: I know. It's like, what are you? I don't understand. So,
1: we got Duke we got Duke Carolina on Saturday and I was actually talking to somebody who used to work in the league and they asked, what's the vibe speaking, speaking of vibes for this game. And I said, it's a Duke Carolina game. I think most people are hype about it. If you're a Duke fan or a Carolina fan, but there's one thing, and I think it's becoming abundantly clear now that we're two years into this between Hubert Davis and John Shire, nobody brings the sizzle like coach K so you have to find a different way to generate the heat. Because Coach K was really easy to generate heat.
3: Yeah, like, who do people hate?
1: You, How do you hate John Shire? Oh. How do you hate? You make fun of his face, but you don't like hate him. He oh, isn't done enough.
3: Hmm, let's check. And then Duke's Hubert roster, Davis the white same players. Up. Oh, Kyle Filipowski. I'm sure they'll hate him eh. and they'll be like, we all hate him, right? And it's eh. like, that's weird. What's, what did he do? I don't even Being think it's white. that. I don't even think it's that.
2: <laughs> and play for Duke.
3: And, and play, play for Duke. Duke yes. And make... Maybe funny faces sometimes. I mean, well, he's that. making his own kinds of faces, but they're not like goofy ones.
1: I think what's funny. I think there was or enough. Was. I think there was enough pushback on ESPN the time they came up with their most hated Duke player list in the Grayson Allen They era. literally
3: had like two people on there. I was like, what the hell did they do? Right.
1: I think there was enough pushback <laughs> when they put that list out a couple years ago. Like
3: what Kyle Singler do to anyone?
1: That people have moved. People don't. They can't do it anymore because it's just such a, a dumb trope. That
3: w- even the Shire hate when it happened. I was. That was like literally one of the first mo- legit moments in my life when I. I was like okay this is this has gone too far because I was like, he didn't do anything. Yeah. Like, he didn't even do anything annoying. He just has a silly face. So do I. You're going to hate me? You're going to make mean threads about me on the yeah, internet? As Ryan
1: on the YouTube comment said, the meanest thing about Shire you can say is that we all thought he looked funny when he slapped the floor.
3: Yeah, that's about well, it. Well, he looked funny a lot of times. Yeah. If they caught him in pictures because he did weird it? things. Tur- with was it Trumptown?
1: Was that the Maryland yeah. message board oh my God. that did really? all the screenshots? Oh, grabs? the
3: Photoshops. Oh, my God. <laughs> they were so good. Oswald. And actually, for the most part, <laughs> at least in that thread, they weren't that mean spirited from what I remember. They were just like, funny they put them in all kinds of situations like it was very funny Jack
2: Ruby and Lee Harvey Oswald was the best one
3: from from
2: shout out to Seth my man Seth
1: from Uh, Bull City coordinators and Flip took a punch to the throat last year. Yes he did let's not forget that a lot of reason to hate him for getting punched like that (laughs)
2: obviously um so lauren Joe passed on to me the question about the vibes and I said this feels this feels like an Austin Rivers year. Where everyone's going over there thinking, oh, well, Carolina's going to win the game. I don't game. know
3: that everyone's thinking that.
2: Most people Most are thinking people are. that Carolina's going to win this game, right? And what, what what did we end up getting that night? We got a classic. We got a great Jones Angel call that night, number one. But just one of the great moments in this. Uh, obviously, we all know where I lie in the triangle. So I'm not always about the, though this game always delivers. I mean, there's times where this game really doesn't deliver, okay? Um but right. that was one of the nights. Of
3: course. Yeah, there are times where it's not. That right.
2: was one of the nights where I went into the game going, well, "What's it going to deliver? Like, Carolina's going <laughs> to beat him by 20. And then you well, have hell, this... look
3: at twenty twenty too. Yeah, and when then, Carolina yes, was terrible, and, yes. it's like... and
2: you have this yes. amazing Austin Rivers shot, and you are like, "Okay, right. that was the moment for me." It was eleven or twelve. That twelve. Was the, it was twelve. That was the moment for me where I was like, "Okay, all right, guys, all it. right, it this, does. this is a little bit special." That was the special. Kendall
3: Marshall <laughs> breaking wrist season, yes. and that was when they had like really started to play well too, and so it was like yeah it was like doubly i'm sure painful for that that reason
2: so I, i don't know who plays the role of austin rivers for duke in this game jared mccain potentially um but well,
1: you got to remember too the part about Austin Rivers and what made that what it was is that nobody <laughs> liked Austin Rivers on right. their own a team. team. There's, still, there's
3: still the shot of like, I'll never forget the shot of like, who was it open and wide open in the corner, like he's calling, just them off. looking annoyed at Austin already. Like, hello, yeah, like, no, no, he's like, they're like looking annoyed because they were like wide open and he's getting ready to jack up a shot and they're like sitting over there, like,
2: okay, <laughs> I think they were mad at seller for. for- yeah, taking the step back instead of contesting.
3: <laughs> oh my
0: god!
1: <laughs> so even the Austin Rivers game is funny because you can't get that out of this particular yeah. squad yeah. with with Duke. So I mean, if anything, within Duke circles, the only person that brings out any sort of ire is Ryan Young because Ryan Young is like the classic Roy Williams. Why does this guy keep getting minutes? Player like the what? still the Stillman the, White, the poor man's Luke May. Andrew was at uh, Playtech. <laughs> Play Tectonics, yes. Yes, play Tectonics back in the day. <laughs> Shout out to, uh, to Burke. So I, uh, that, that, that's who Ryan Young yeah. is for Duke fans at this point. Like, I don't know like, if why, I have
3: like, an analogy for have- him, like a wide body dude that you put in to get a couple rebounds, give you some fouls, and you don't want in all the time, but, Fat, Ryan fat
1: chef. Ryan looks Ryan,
3: that's Ryan actually Young. better. I think that's the better one. Ryan
1: Young <laughs> isn't is even that. Ryan Young just looks like a guy they pulled from the Fuqua School of Business Listen, or from the Ryan Law School Young league. Oh, league. From the law league. Yeah,
2: he will dominate his oh, law he's gonna, he's
3: gonna dominate the Ryan law Young has like b- the body closer to people our age, we, yes. we can appreciate. So yes. he goes on my like favorite like <laughs> ACC all he's body a, team. Hey, he's a Listen. podcaster just like us. And I was gonna
2: say he's a better
3: podcaster than we are with Ian. Shefflin and
2: Take a D- shot DJ of Burns. Take a um, sh- yeah. No, no, no. The brown liquor is. All right. <laughs> there, I was
1: listening to yeah. I, I was listening to uh, I was listening to the Ion College Basketball Podcast with Matt Norlander and Gary Parrish yesterday when I was going on a stupid walk for my stupid mental health and.
3: <laughs> well, it's going great.
1: It's going wonderfully, <laughs> and they were talking about they were talking about all the upsets that have happened. This year,
2: sure. I, I think like, Wait, I wish you would use air quotes.
1: Wait,
3: other go ahead. teams have been upset well, in other leagues. That's weird. Well, I wasn't I'm, told. I'm, I was told this.
1: <laughs> I'm actually glad you brought it up in the context of the air quotes because both Gary and Matt were reading off stats about the number of upsets yeah. in number only, and as I was listening to them, I could, I didn't know if your ears were ringing, if you felt like a tingle going up your leg, because essentially what they were saying. Well, with offensive efficiency being as high as it's ever been yeah. and the fact that you have transfer portals and guys fluctuate all over the place, that there's not that much difference between, as how did you put it yesterday, teams four through 184, yeah. right? I would and, agree with that. And that's kind of where they're at. Where's the
3: it's not true every year, but it, I think it is yeah. probably true, honestly, more years than it is.
2: Where's the game played? Who do you play next? Yes. Did your girlfriend just dump you? Exactly.
3: You know, People like People don't these understand that stuff. It drives me nuts. I am on my soapbox about this all the time. I'm like, college basketball is unique in that way. It is not like the NBA. It is not like almost any, it's not even like college football in that who's supposed to win usually does. That's not how it works.
1: So when they're talking about this and the number of games that have gone this way, it may made me reassess my overall view of North Carolina and Duke going into the game. And I don't know if it's if it's pushback from a lot of the mentions we've gotten from Carolina fans who keep using the word elite with this North Carolina squad. I don't know if North Carolina is elite. They're just really good at doing what Hubert Davis wants them to do. Does that make them an elite level squad? I don't
3: know. Then I mean, we're going to rel- get into the minutiae of elite, and right. it becomes like a like they could situation. be elite
2: relative to this field.
1: Yes, right. That okay. If that's what you want to talk about, if you want to tell me that North Car- the people who wrote off North, North Carolina after losses to Kentucky and UConn earlier in the year, and then watch this team and what they're doing right now, well, then you're an idiot if you write this North Carolina squad off, because like I said. They do exactly what Hubert Davis wants them to do. They play with a level of urgency and effort on defense, which a lot of teams won't. That's, that's been John that's Shire's been, yeah. biggest problem with Duke yeah. on a consistency level. Yeah. So I'm going to take Carolina's chances more often than not.
3: Defense travels. It does.
1: <laughs> just like uh, just like San Diego Charger fans at Bank of America Stadium and we're Packers fans.
3: I was like, what?
1: For Detroit Lions That's fans. That's a bad example. We're all the fans that ever show up to Bengals Steelers. Of Steelers fans. That's
3: who you're thinking of. So, the ones who live here, yes. But I mean, with, so did the Jets fans in the but Buffalo. With,
1: but with Duke, yeah. With Duke, when you look relative to the field, are they what you thought they were in the preseason? No, but are they one of the top teams in the country? Yes, and if they actually That's can keep That's what I the,
3: thought they'd be in the preseason is pretty much what they are right now, if they which can is keep great. bodies
1: on the court. Yeah. Well then, yeah.
2: It wouldn't surprise me in a a weird way. Duke's hope is that Proctor can not not only do what he did last year, but he almost has to become Brady Manic. Right. Like Carolina went through all of this stuff. As you say, you can write a team off for Mm -hmm. losing to Kentucky by 100 that year or Tennessee by 100 that year. But you don't know what their path is going to be. Right. And you don't know how they're going to play in the last two months of the year.
3: Yeah, like, no, for sure. You know what I, mean? I did tell you, what was it like last week or two weeks ago, maybe? I was like, I think Duke is like coming into form yeah. right now. And you yeah. were like, mm, I'm not sure yet.
2: Proctor looked good on Monday. But
3: uh, yeah. To yeah I, and now, to I, be yeah. fair, Clemson game, they didn't look great for a lot of that. I will say, lost. but they they, found, but they did. Like, that's the thing this year. What has surprised me about Duke is that they have not always been able to like make the Duke plays. Right. Like to win those close games. Close, I, I know what you're going to say, but they also like the winning got plays. steals Right. Yes. They, they're just not able to like you keep waiting for because that's what you always does. Like well, in these close point, games they have, you're like, wait, they're gonna make a run and they don't.
1: To your point about the steals, right? Like what McCain had three or four straight steals. Did on Clemson, Clemson also
3: collapse? Like, yeah, yes, collapsed Of course game. they did.
1: But the way they that's turned around, what Clemson does. The no way offense. they turned around from Saturday to Monday at Virginia Tech yeah. against against Mike Young, Gilio Yeah, boy, I
3: was impressed with, with
1: having everybody on the court. It did make me go, okay, maybe they are finally coming into form. Yeah, and. Depending on how the game goes on Saturday, I might if they lose on Saturday, but it's a competitive game, I'm not going to change my opinion. It's at the Smith Center, Carolina's good. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to like change my
3: opinion a ton on either of them, quite Mm -hmm. frankly, unless like someone absolutely destroys the other, which I don't necessarily see happening. I don't see that happening. I don't see that happening. I really don't either. I mean, I guess if Carolina plays like it did for a lot of the Florida State and Georgia Tech games, that mm -hmm. could happen. Just saying. Like, they didn't play very well in those games. And that, I think, is what... See, I think
2: Florida State's a good team.
3: I'm not saying you know? they're not. I'm just talking strictly more, like, about what Carolina did. Yeah. And they didn't play smart. They didn't, you know, they I, they played good defense, I think, in, in at least in the Florida State game, Georgia Tech game. They they gave up even more open threes than Georgia Tech yeah. hit. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, I mean, he should hit that. He's wide open. Yeah. Like, sorry. Yeah. But, I mean... At the same time, like, they just have been too turnover prone. They're not getting the ball inside the way they were. It's more on the offensive end that I have concerns. And teams are going to try to take them out of transition. Obviously, Duke's going to prioritize that. So they need to figure something out in the half court. They need to be smarter. They, they, Ingram and Ryan cannot play like they did against Georgia Tech. They were not good enough in that game.
2: Who's the freshman who shows up on Saturday night? Either side. When you in And it clicks in your head. You're like, oh, yeah, this is the game that they've been waiting all year for. Feels
3: like Proctor. Proctor. But Sophomore, it's always, but... the thing is, in this game, it's always someone like, you're like, what? Who? Him? There's always at least one dude that has like mm-hmm. a random, like, great T- game out of nowhere. TJ
2: Power. Maybe that's who it is. Maybe Sean it's, Stewart. Maybe Cormac Ryan. <laughs> <who> <laughs> maybe. I've seen some Tar Heel faithful turning on. I don't get that. You know.
3: Just for one that. game? Jeez. It's just
1: one game. Come on now! Oh yeah, I'm on ch- my best behavior. Yeah, why are you on your best behavior? What's he didn't play ch-
3: well, but like that was just behavior. one game. Like who you, you knows?
1: Want Monsanto instead. <laughs>
3: well, it's like it's like what you touched on though. It's like when you touched on like college basketball is weird, right? Yeah. So like for all we know, he got a bad like a bad grade the day before. We just don't know. Yeah. Like yeah. sometimes you, it's just like your lives. Sometimes something happens to you, and then you don't perform as well at your own job.
1: Do you miss that about being on the beat when you knew exactly what the hell was going on? Yeah, that's on the with thing. You players? know. Well,
2: you knew all my sources. so. <laughs>
1: well, there was that. I, I knew some of your sources, yes. I knew some of your sources. Even Brownlow knew some of your sources. Yeah. But, yeah, that's that's a good point. That's a good point. But, yeah, you would find out, like, oh, that explains why.
2: Okay. I like a lot of knowing
3: sense that now. stuff. Even if it's just, like, us knowing it, I like knowing it because sure. it's, like, good. This is I can stick up for a guy a little bit, and I yeah. don't have to, like,
2: was it, you know. The year before Jose Alvarado really went crazy and, like, played really, really well. Yeah. He struggled and his, he became a dad and it was like going on behind the scenes. And you're like, what, what is going on? And you're like, whoa, it was just, his girlfriend had a kid. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah. like
3: There's just always something you want you to just be involved
2: don't. in your life, guess what? You don't want to be at practice. You want to go, you know, take care of your newborn. You want to be involved with the person that you love. Like, yes. whoa, well, what a concept. You
0: right.
2: Know? Exactly. <laughs> and he gets, get it, gets it together by basically the end of the year. And then the next year he becomes one of the best players in the ACC. And they win an ACC championship. And where's our guy? We're gonna get him on next week. Yeah, we do. Got we, we, we do need to talk oh, to Passner.
3: First, of all, you meant Jose Alvarado. We also like, need, need, cool. we all... in,
1: the, in the NBA. Yeah, we, uh, we, also, yeah. we also need to get um, West Durham to be on at the same time as Passner with Passner. Okay. So that they can go back and forth. All right, Brownlow, get out of here. All Thanks right. for hanging out. Of course. I'm gonna hit a button here to give some music so you can like get out of here. Right, big thanks to Brian Lowe for hanging out with us here at Butcher's Market. Again, it's if you're just joining OG. us, <laughs> Brian Lowe's going to get some uh, some OG funded OG funded Butcher's Market before she gets out of here. I've got to like whoa, alter the cameras whoa. here. What 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 whoa. what are you woing As we alter cameras, this is a very this is a very high dollar operation we have here where we're just moving tabletop cameras to make this thing work. Big thanks to Hometown Realty for sponsoring Ovias and Julio. Check them out. MyHTR.com. Again, that's MyHTR.com.
2: Six locations from here to the coast, more than 250 agents. I'm telling you, I drive by, I drive down, down 401 into town. You see all of this new construction. Good luck getting in. Mm-hmm. Best way to do that is go to the experts, get the assist. Go to MyHTR.com, buy, sell calculate. Also, big thanks to Whitaker and Hamer. Check them out.
1: Lawyer attorneys and counselors at law. Big thanks to Whitaker and Hamer for helping us out at
2: Shady's and Garner for the Tecmo tournament on Sunday. I got my reps in this morning. Russell, the love muscle is going to be showing up. He's in. I love it. I love it. We're going to have fun on Sunday. Come see us one o'clock downtown Garner Shady's. Uh, we're we're going we're gonna to play some Tecmo Bowl. We're going to drink some beer. We'll have some brown liquor. I got Big ZD. Lauren Brown though will be there. I well, think, should I bring the shuffleboard, the Dutch shuffleboard? I think. Okay. I, oh,
1: damn! I gotta ask my mom about the flan. I'll text them today. We'll see what's up with that.
0: Next topic,
2: please. <laughs> the flan is when I say yeah, z. and, and then you say, you're like, oh, oh yeah, flan. No, damn it, because you're bringing something. I need to bring something <laughs> too. That's what I'm saying.
1: That's all I'm <laughs> Think saying.
2: of the children and the flan. <laughs> That's
1: all I'm saying. Um, the There was a big NHL trade in
2: the last 24 hours. And it involved a Hurricane executive and a Hurricane player performers. Weird. Elias Lindholm was traded
1: to the Vancouver Canucks where Jim Jim Rutherford, Rutherford, former Carolina Hurricanes general manager, is tasked with rebooting that franchise. Uh, And the haul for Elias Lindholm, who a lot of Carolina Hurricane fans were hoping might be brought into the fold, it was a lot. Brought back into the fold. It was a a lot. Yeah, It it, it was a lot. And this has brought, you know, now we're at the all-star break and uh, people are wondering if the Carolina Hurricanes are going to do anything ahead of the trade deadline, especially when it comes to goal. I think they're going to be, I think they're going to be disappointed. I know that Don Waddell is a gangster and that he can fool you. But I believe Don Waddell, this is from yesterday. This is from this morning's OGOT. If you missed it, we had a long enough conversation with Don Waddell this week that I thought it would be worth it just to make it its own thing. But a 20-minute conversation. We covered a lot of ground from what gambling is going to look like at PNC Arena, what the trade deadline might look like, what his process is, what's up with the goalies. Uh, we talked to him a day before we found out through official press release that Freddie Anderson is going to be resuming limited on-ice yep. on activities, which is why what he said about he liked the group Oh, making a lot more sense with your squad. It's goaltending. How do you handle this with just over a month before the trade deadline? Koch is back. He backed up our last home game. He's cleared 100 percent goal. You know, we got to give ran to credit. He carried us through a tough spot there. And, you know, he, he all he does is he doesn't have the best numbers in the world, just wins games. Mm -hmm. finds a way to win games, So, uh, we're very confident that, uh, those two guys can, uh, carry the mail. Obviously we picked up Spencer Martin who was an insurance policy that already paid off.
5: you know, Freddie, Freddie's making progress,
1: uh, doing a lot more, uh, off the ice. Um, you know, I'm pretty confident now at this point, uh, you know, it's 90 days and the medicine is coming up here, which was a critical point to get through. Uh, the blood clots are doing well, so they're
5: gone. Um, so I, I would suspect, you know, we don't have a timetable on, but we should be pretty good shape with goaltending the rest of the season.
1: And if you want to hear the full conversation, you can check it out on the OGOT on your podcast feed or on our YouTube channel. Again, covered a lot of ground. And the sense that I get from that, the sense that I get from how we've- what it would take to get another goalie, who, by the way, when you look at the goalie options, it's not like there's somebody out there that's lighting the world on fire that you want to bring into the fold. I do believe that their hope is Peter Kochakov, as he said, 100%. They gave him the maintenance day ahead of the All Star break. I know you asked him that at the end of the conversation. They want him to, it's, it's, it's ruski time, man. It's the young ruski time. And that Freddie Anderson can come back and get up to speed by playoffs. And they're just going to give it a go from there. I don't hate this idea because you know how the Carolina Hurricanes work, Joe. Listen to what they tell you. When Tom Dundon says, we don't look at windows, we're just keeping this thing going. We might look at expiring contracts coming up and go, well, man, why don't you just get value for that? Brett Pesci, for instance, being a prime example of that. They don't view it that way. I mean, it's paid off for them in some cases, uh, but they don't view it this way. And I'm more inclined to believe now, between now and March, March 8th, they're not doing anything at the deadline that's major.
2: I will tell you one thing that I like about this version of the Carolina Hurricanes: we have not seen their best hockey yet. I think in years past they got hot at the wrong time. Yeah, I can you know see what that. I, mean. I can see that. So, so play, i are playing like, that now. They're getting there. Yeah, but I'm saying the year they didn't lose in October and it was like, oh, we're never going to lose. Mm-hmm. We're going to be eighty-two and zero. Oh. And it's like you don't want to peak in October. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that about this team that their best hockey is still in front of them. I think Don is positioning there a little bit and he's fronting a little bit to try to uh, instill some confidence in the group that he has. Um, but I do think it was uh, Luke Takak who was on with us. If you, if you could get a Marc-Andre Fleury, and I, and I get where he is at this point in his career, but he's still someone who you know you can win a cup with, Yeah, uh, there might be something along those sorts if we see Kachekov uh, revert back to the form that we saw on that West Coast trip. In uh, early December, late November, is Kenneth going to dro- drop by and give us some hot hurricane steaks? Or we, no? we we are we? I think we ca- Kenneth. I think we caught him at, at a time where he's actually doing work. He's, oh, a, he's in the office.
1: Actual work, <laughs> man.
2: Okay. I know we cannot have
1: that happening. We cannot have that happening. He is at laboring. All. Laboring. Okay, if he's laboring, then we're you know what? We're just going to let him labor. Makes total sense. <laughs> Again, Kenneth at the Butcher's Market, who helps us out with all this stuff, is a hardcore Canes fan. He has takes, man. He absolutely has takes. Does Matt Davis at State Farm have takes when it comes to the Hurricanes? Or or has he got Duke
2: takes? To both. Matt's got got season tickets to Duke Hoops. He's got uh, season package for the Canes, too. Okay, Big fan. We'll see him on Sunday at Shady's. Um, Matt does such a great job. You know, you want to save some money, give him a call. Go to the OGinsurance.com and do yourself a favor, have a conversation.
1: Also, well, a big thanks to Homefield for sponsoring Ovi's and Jillio. Check them out online at homefieldapparel.com. Use that promo code OG23 to save 15% off your order. Uh, I, I saw where Kelly on YouTube says, I will need to see one show of Homefield jackets being worn by us. Canes for Joe, Zags for Joe. So clearly, hurricanes for me. I, Zaga for you.
2: I'm thinking I can talk myself into the Zags purchase. Okay. I'll be honest with you, though. I'm not a big jacket person.
1: Neither am I. Neither am I. You know? I have, like, the, my one go-to jacket, and I just kind of leave it at that. So we'll see if we can make that happen. We'll see if we can make you that happen. You love your fuzzy uh, flannels. I do love I love. You know what I love? I love a shacket.
2: Yeah, I couldn't think of the word.
1: Yeah, you're thinking of a shacket. I absolutely love a shacket. What's up next? What's up next? All right, let's get out of here on some Hey Joe questions. There was one question that I thought was interesting that came from YouTube. This came from Brandon. How often do you guys find yourselves saying the same thing over and over from pod to pod until you just say, "Should I go back to the wall here?" I get that's what Jillio does because that's what he does. Just wondering for myself. Your go-to. Wait, wait, you you added the last part? Or? No, that's what he said. You guys, I get that's what Jillio does. Because that's what he does. Just wondering for myself. <laughs>
2: uh, I believe in playing the hits, sir. That's what you call it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what you call it. You call it playing the hits. Also, no, but for real. Uh, as I've learned, yeah, even back to the newspaper days, you could sit here and think, "Oh man, I wrote this unbelievable story. Surely everyone a read it no. and b remembers no. it the way that you do. They don't. No. So, so you, you kind of have to make a point and make it uh, believing that." People who are listening are listening for the first time. Yes. So
1: there's a little subtlety here on my end. When you do radio for 20 years, you learn certain habits. And one of the things about radio, which is passive listening, and people are coming in and out all the time when it comes to radio. In the, we used to do, Heck, th- we used do say, four hours. You had
2: to repeat yourself four times a
1: yeah, day. There was a time where we did a four-hour show. Do you think we were coming up with four hours of new material all the time? No. Essentially, what would happen is you were doing one hour of show four times. Okay. So do that for 20 years. You get used to repeating yourself and making it sound like it's the first time you've ever said it. Podcasting is different. Podcasting is a active listening. You are choosing, thankfully, shout out to everybody who actively chooses to click on the YouTube. They actively decide, I'm going to subscribe to this podcast, I'm going to give it five stars, and I'm going to listen to them because I know what I'm getting. And you can even see what the topic list is. You're choosing to yeah. listen to it, all right? But the but the flip side of that is, if it's a repeatable topic, then they're like, oh, I've already heard Ovis and Gilio talking about this. But But the one thing I have, I think I've done a better job of, We haven't talked about the Panthers all week. Today was the first day we talked about the Panthers this week because what were we going to talk about about the Panthers on a Tuesday of this week? There was really nothing going on. Did they hire somebody? Cool. But what's the big deal? You could read that on a tweet. You could read the story of it. It doesn't necessarily need some hot take to go with. Here's why I think that the assistant passing coordinator is going to be the key difference for the upcoming Carolina Carolina Panthers season. Like, that's radio. And as I step away from it, I go, God. You, that's mind numbing. i don't miss that i do not miss that at all <laughs> so when it's time to talk about the carolina panthers well you know what i'll have something to freaking talk about with the carolina panthers but to joe's overall point when it comes to you can't you can't guarantee that somebody who missed yesterday somebody listened to yesterday's pod right right because i see that i know there's another thing that i've had to unlearn about all this stuff with radio it's immediate with podcast. I know people have listened. To, oh, I'm catching up on podcasts. I'm going. I've
2: seen that one a couple times. Like,
1: oh, uh, we're catching up yet? Did you... Did you? haven't caught up yet? What do you mean? Oh, I'm listening to last Wednesday's show. Oh, appreciate it. <laughs> Love the play. <laughs> I need the download. But okay, cool. Hit us. Hit us with that. All right, Kenneth. What we you found, Kenneth? We found you're actually you working doing, today, right?
5: I am. Yep. I'm uh, here in the flesh. Thanks
1: for having us out. Yes, guys. of course. Thank Catch you guys it, for coming in. And most importantly. Thanks for giving us money, so we appreciate that. That's glad to be a supporter. Keep you keep you guys keep rock. the platform bills paid. Okay, so we appreciate that. Um, how long has this shop been open now? December
5: eighth, we opened. Okay, so a little over a month and a half, almost two months. What's not in the store yet that will be in the store soon? Beer and wine. Okay, Ooh, beer and wine still waiting on it. Keep here in two weeks, but you know, state of North Carolina, <laughs> that, that they like to be a little to, funny.
1: In all my years of doing nine one nine you know, mm-hmm. with 919 Vice, the amount of times that brewers tell you, yeah, well, you know, ABC, mm-hmm. you just got to wait on them, got to wait on them, got to mm-hmm. wait on them. Okay. And I hopefully this conversation doesn't make you delayed another two weeks. So, yeah, exactly. so hopefully that happens. All right. Uh, the prepared meals too? I'm prepared to hear. Awesome. I'm excited about that. People yeah, that's pretty to- much
5: it. Really just beer and wine. We, uh, we, we're waiting on sandwiches, but sandwiches are here. Hot and cold. Anything okay. you could want. So, besides, besides, I'm besides the for alcohol. My
2: hot dog. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. It's a big day for me. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, if the Canes don't make a trade for a goalie, are you going to be okay with that as a Canes fan?
5: I think so. Um, okay. I think it all comes down to Freddie, really. Um, right. Well, it, it's it super up goal? in the air. It's yeah. Peter
1: and Freddie. Yeah, that, that has absolutely. To-
5: and I think, I think the biggest tell will be the two weeks after the All-Star break. Um, once we see where Cooch is at and if he can... Go over this stretch where he had to sit. He got injured, and he comes back. If he can get back to who he was and how he should be playing, I think we'll be in pretty good shape. I see the Canes fans are very measured.
1: I mean, not the ones that I see on social media sometimes. What's your burner account on social media, Kenneth?
5: (laughs) Zero. I'm not on socials.
1: Now, if you... Okay, you're not on socials. That's probably for the best because if you go That's why he's measured. If you go to the Carolina (laughs) Hurricanes Facebook groups, Mm.
5: unhinged. Oh, two years ago, I knew all about it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Unhinged. (laughs) One reason I got off. Shout out to the Canes Reddit. Like, Canes Reddit is somewhat measured.
5: Yeah. And I think there's a good bit of comedy on Kane's Reddit. Yes, that's not the one that I'm actually on. Okay, and it can get a little crazy. It can post game threads? That's fan- you know, but that's fandom, but that's, that's fandom,
1: okay. man. That's just fandom in general. But I do enjoy Kane's Reddit. Uh, Kelly will occasionally send me it's like, "Did you see this on the Kane's face?" I'm like, "No," because I don't look at the Kane's mm-hmm. Facebook group. And she's like, "Oh, well, you should." I'm like, "That's unhinged." And then with Twitter, it just kind of depends on what circle you're running in mm-hmm. when it comes to Kane's Twitter. Yep. Most of the people that I follow on Kane's Twitter, they're pretty measured. Mm-hmm with the exception of Tony D'Angelo. That's the only time where things get really squirrely online. Mm. And apparently I was reading Corley Lavalette today on the athletic. And I guess they've been trying, they've been trying to move. This is not like a new thing. They've been Mm. trying to move Tony D'Angelo, but I guess there's just no takers on Tony D'Angelo because really, if you think about it, where else has Tony D'Angelo worked? There's enough data on Tony D'Angelo that anywhere else, anywhere outside of Carolina, Mm. it doesn't work. So why Mm. would I trade for him at this point with that contract?
5: Yeah. Which I mean, I guess you could argue uh, before the incident in New York, he was solid. Yeah, his offense was great, you know. But once the incident happened, that's that's a bridge burn. Yeah, it's been
1: then Philly and all that fun stuff. It's all been a disaster. All right, do you like the fact that the Canes have not played their best hockey yet?
5: Yeah, I think they got See, it. they got out of the way man. in the beginning.
1: Okay. Save some you remember, yeah. the Florida Panthers were running hot going into the playoffs. They're, they were supposedly playing their best hockey
2: at that time. That, but well, two years they ago. S- they barely got in. No, two years ago is when they were <clears throat> murder-balling people. Right. And, then, <laughs> and then, whoopsies. Whoops. Yeah, hockey's weird, man. As I have a feeling we'll,
5: we'll have a slight little slump right after the All-Star break. Yeah, I can see that. And then give it, give it two weeks. Yeah, I can see that. And it'll be all... All ahead. I could definitely see that. All right, man. Well, thanks for having us out. Yeah, of appreciate you. Thank you guys for being Come here. Come
2: out that's- to Lake Boone Trail. Come check them out. That's
1: going to wrap it up for today's edition. Um, I, this is kind of like a, a a buried lead here, but I think Brownlow and I are going to reboot Panic Room on Saturday after the Duke Carolina game. Oh, nice. I think that's what we're going to do. Do it a little, a little Panic Room after dark. We'll see how that goes. I don't know. We haven't like we haven't figured out the logistics yet since I will be going to Chapel Hill for this game. Um, but we'll see, we'll see how that works out. Kenneth, you're the man. We appreciate Thank the you, support guys. and come out to Butcher's Market, Lake Boone Shopping Plaza. It is a fantastic shop. It's so organized and neat. <laughs> All the meat. I love it. All right, Joe, you can go Lunch back dinner, guys. to guys. you can go come back on. to watching your meat videos. It was
2: really good. I was distracted. Yes,
0: we do. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.